We're going to make this happen in four, three, two, one. September 18th, 2020. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's me. It's Dr. Goose on the line with someone who did much better than I did. And right now, that's not saying a lot. Mr. Fermi, welcome back to your Anonymous Gamblers podcast. Thanks, Goose. Man, what a rough week for the pair of us. But we're going to bounce back and get on the positive side of things. What do you say? That's what I thought. First of all, I'm going to call myself out on this one. That over should have hit for Appalachian State and Charlotte. Anyone who watched that game, I didn't care if there was rain or not. There was 17 points left off the board. Awful. Texas Tech, I take everything that I said back. Holy Pete. Up 21-3 and you can't build a lead? You look at games like Texas. You look at games like Oklahoma. These teams are blowing teams out, making it easy, making making it over by half. And Texas Tech almost lost that game. I don't care what you say about Houston Baptist. It was, I watched the whole thing for me. I wanted to puke. Was there anything that you saw last week that that put you in a little bit of a rut that you said, I got to turn this game off. I can't take it anymore. Well, Georgia Tech-Florida State was right there. I mean, they had three missed field goals and two turnovers the first half alone. Blocked kicks, everything, you name it. It was pretty much going the wrong way if you were looking for points. For that game to end 16-13 was just mind-boggling to me. Everybody moved the ball, like up and back, you know, up and down the field, and no points. It's frustrating. You saw, you saw my picks. I sent them to you today. Yep. I'm, I'm going over on this UCF Georgia Tech game. What do you think? Do you think you riding with this at all, or what are you thinking? I am. That's one of my three, and I'm on the over. I really like that game. We, did, I'm going to be honest with you, everyone. We, we usually talk back and forth this week. I've been so busy and Fermi's so busy. He don't even have his phone. I have two computers running. This man is a machine. Fermi, tell me why you're on the over, and I'll tell you why I'm on the over. So, I, like I said, I watched a lot of that Georgia Tech-Florida State game. They moved the ball. They have a true freshman quarterback, Jeff Sims. The guy, I'm a big fan. I thought he played really well, made a couple freshman mistakes early on. But, boy, he is talented, really good hybrid quarterback. Uh, I, lo- I think they're going to score points. I know UCF is going to score points. I, I mean, I love 62.5. Is that what you got it at? That's what I got it at. It's, it's up to 63 right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm on it at 62 and a half myself, so. I think that as we start to get into these latter weeks, and I know it's like, whoa, week two, not really far, but I think these teams who are getting into a little bit of rhythm here and finding a team that has played a game against another, I think UCF is going to go fast no matter what happens. It, it doesn't matter if this was the first week or the last week. So I 100% agree with you. After talking with you last week about the turnover situation and how they left so many points off the board, I'm thinking to myself, boy, this Georgia Tech team is actually better. Do you really think that, let me ask you this much. I've heard two different narratives. So is Georgia Tech better than what they showed or is Florida State really that bad? I think it's a mix. I really do think it's a mix. I definitely think Georgia Tech is better than what they showed um, or better than what people anticipated coming in. They actually looked pretty good last week and their defense looked pretty solid, I thought. The second half, um, when it you know when it came down to actually needing to stop Florida State, they I mean they took the lead and didn't give it up. I mean I I applaud them to start a true freshman quarterback. He looked really good. He's mobile, has a strong arm. I think when he gets familiar with the spread, and that you know they're just still in their second year trying to run the spread offense after converting from a triple option, arguably the worst trend or hardest transition to make. So. I'm a I'm a big Georgia Tech fan. I think they can go close to 500 in, in their second year, um, even in the ACC. You want to go on the next one, or you want me to go? Go ahead. I got four. I'm taking that over. I got 69 
for uh, SMU and North Texas. I am all over that. North Texas gave up 569 total yards against Houston Baptist. Now, Houston Baptist moves the ball. But if you think Houston Baptist moves the ball, check out SMU. Uh, Now, North Texas also put up 721 yards. That was 200 yards more than what Texas Tech put up the the week after. I am keeping this one short and sweet and to the point. I think that SMU... Had a really tough game against uh, Texas State. Anyone who follows an air raid, fast-paced offense knows that any lapse in time is the enemy of the air raid. I believe Mike Leach was the one who always petitioned for that. He said, we have to keep this thing going. The bye week is the worst week that I can have. I understand that they were off last week. But that being said, I think getting in sync will be a lot easier than the huge layoff. I think this is a fast-paced game. I think North Texas is thin on defense. Again, if, if Houston Baptist put up 31 and North Texas put up 57, and Texas State put up 24 against SMU, and they didn't have nearly as many yards as North Texas gained in this prior game against Houston Baptist, all I can say is there's no doubt in my mind that SMU should be putting up over 50 points. And in that, North Texas is good for at least 21. That's over 69 in my opinion. I'm keeping that one short and sweet for me. Period, point, blank, as my kids would say. Love it. What are you riding? All right, so the, my second game, I love Oklahoma State minus 23 against Tulsa. Oklahoma State's at home. Tulsa, they were supposed to play this last week, um, but they had to push it back. Tulsa had some COVID stuff going on, um, so they had to move it back. Chubba Hubbard is back. Tylen Wallace is back. Spencer Sanders is back. Oklahoma State is one of the best offenses in the country, and, I mean, easily could be the best offense in the Big 12. Uh, they have 10 returning starters on D, 12 of their top 13 tacklers. And last year, they only gave up 26 points a game on D. That's going to improve. I I just think Oklahoma State is going to make a statement this year. Um, I think they cover 23. The over-under right now is 66.5. I even like the over because Tulsa has some returning talent on offense as well. But... Um, I, I still think Oklahoma State drops fifty on them somehow. They, uh, I don't think, I don't think they're going to get stopped. Tulsa has been COVID-ridden. Apparently, apparently their yeah. practices have been defunct at this point. Yeah, and if and you saw what happened the first week, and Navy wasn't tackling at all. Ugh. That looked like, I mean, that looked like a high school team trying to trying to tackle. That was ugly. If Tulsa comes in like that, I mean, this game's going to be over in the third quarter. Yeah, like in the spread is going to be over in the third quarter. Ugly. Ugly. I'm uh, ugh, a thing about that Navy game. Um, uh, Mike, um, Mike Gundy. Um, I'm a man. Uh, he is has petitioned. I heard that he wants to go fast. Uh, so I don't disagree. I, I, I'm not going to take this one. This one's not on my radar, but I have heard with all the things with Tulsa going on as far as COVID related, that they are not as prepared as anyone even thought they could be, uh, coming into this game. And so, uh, I do not, let me put it this way. I do not disagree with that pick. That's for sure. Um, I am on over 59 and a half for Marshall Appalachian State. I do not have to go over my Appalachian State shtick again. The, the There was rain in Boone, North Carolina last week, and it, and it did kind of mess up the game a little bit, and guys were a little bit out of sync. A fumble on the goal line? Really? I mean, come on. It, it was a missed field goal but before half? Come on. And then, and then even Charlotte, at the end of the game, had the opportunity to had a clear opportunity to, to 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 score to take this thing over. It never happened. Marshall two weeks ago. Now they were supposed to play play East Carolina last week, but it didn't. It got canceled. Um, but that was not their fault. That was East Carolina's fault. And Eastern Kentucky, sure, they put up 627 yards, blew them out of the water, put up 59 points. 
I think this game is what I thought that the Charlotte game was going to be. A 35, 38, 38, 31, 35, 31 type game. I don't have to dredge this on week after week. I'm a big fan of Appalachian State. I like watching them. Uh, Marshall can go. They've got athletes. There's no point in giving you guys names. You don't listen to those anyways from me. You listen to them from Fermi. Fact is, over 59 and a half, App State, Marshall. Any thoughts on that Sunbelt CUSA? I'm putting you on the spot here, Fermi. No. So, I mean, I, I think App State sort of, I mean, they didn't look great last week, but they did enough to get it done, and they got a little bit of a scare, uh, but they, I could see them just putting a hurting on them. So, I mean, App State is, is a cut above in their conference, so I, I mean, I think it's a good pick. It's it's go time. I mean, they Marshall's QB came in and just lit the scoreboard up, and I, I think that, yeah, do I expect him to have four touchdowns and 300 yards? No. I mean, maybe maybe 250, maybe two touchdowns maybe maybe three if he can if he puts up those numbers like he did last time that'd be great i mean he's gonna obviously run into a far better defense at appalachian state than what what is at eastern kentucky but even that app state did not look as good as they have in years past i don't know what it is but it wasn't there and so you know what two weeks in a row betting on app state get some rhythm marshall on one week off another back after it it might take him a half or two but well you only get two halves but whatever it might take him a first half but the fact is i meant to say quarter or two but uh i, I think this one flies over i i hope so because i i'm going all overs this week so Fermi, what else you got wow so here's my you will not like this pick good but here's my here's my last pick i'm taking a, an under and it's a low under Ooh. Let me guess. Wait, is it forty nine? Fifty one and a half. Is, is it? What I'm is it? Is it Pitt Syracuse? No, it's oh. close, close. Boston College at Duke. So I watched. I, I watched quite a bit of the Duke Notre Dame game, and I, I thought Duke's D looked really good. I mean, they stayed in that. They stayed in that game really the whole game, um, in my opinion. Boston College is coming out. This is their first game. Uh, Jeff Halfley's their new head coach. Tons of defensive coordinator experience in the NFL, or defensive experience, I should say. Um, in the NFL, he brought in a new defensive coordinator as well. You know BC is a run-first team. I think Duke's defense made a statement last week uh, that they're, that they're you know, formidable. So I, I, fear, I feel that this game is going to be Boston College pounding the ground. Duke mixing it up a little bit with Chase Bryce, who actually looked good last week against Notre Dame um, at quarterback, but... I think it, he's more of a game manager than somebody who's going to lead his team up and down the field. So I, I just think this is one of those back-and-forth games, game of field position, clock is always grinding because Boston College is run-heavy. Two solid defenses. I like under 51-and-a-half. I, I just think, you know, this could be a sort of a ground-and-pound kind of game. Boy, that duke Notre Dame game was ugly last week. Let's just I put know. that out there. I know. What do you what do you think? Fifty one and a half is low. I mean, anytime you're around fifty, I mean that's a low over under. You know I hate but, unders to begin with, but usually usually when you see lines that low, if they're in the forties in college football, I stay away from them. I, I don't yep. like those forty eight, forty nines. Fifty one did you get a fifty one or fifty one and a half? I got it at fifty one and a half. Fifty one and a half. Okay. If the game goes twenty eight, twenty four, then you deserve to lose. Like honestly, like if 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 they put up that many points, then your read was off, anyways. So yeah, exactly, exactly. And Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Duke was 27, 13, 27, 14, right. something like that. I think thirteen, but so they scored forty. 
Well, and Boston College is not known for offense, so exactly I, I, they're gonna they're gonna pound the ball on the ground. I so I, I I think fifty one's a, a solid number, um, and I, I that's why I'm on the under. I don't I don't blame you. I mean, there was so much parody almost. Like do, we haven't even really touched into it. I mean. Coastal Carolina with the win, Arkansas State with the win, South Alabama almost comes through. I mean, there's so much. You, you have such high expectations for some of these teams coming in, and I'm, I'm talking about like, for example, the Big Twelve just just looked horrible. And you're thinking, oh, they've had all these practices, they've been in more sync than other teams. They they never really, you know, they didn't have spring ball, but they've been into it and had summer workouts. <laughs> Throw that out the window. So for a team like Boston College to come in for their first game. To look at them to have an under because because they lost their head coach right where he went to yes. um where did he go to I don't know where he went I don't know where he went but they lost their best running back too AJ Dillon went to the pros right on the back right and he yeah and we we rode them a lot a lot more than we have any other ACC team to be quite honest with you uh, yeah. last year so yeah I, 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 you know me I will not take it but uh, yeah I'm all, I'm all for it I I agree with your analysis let me put that out there. So, All right. Um, who's, your, who's your last pick? I have over 64.5 for Louisville, Miami, and I just like De'Ara King. I think that if Western Kentucky can put up 21 against Louisville, I think that Miami can do the same. Miami played UAB, had 495 yards. Um, you, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's so hard with... it. it let me... I, I, t- I talked about two different things there. I'm stumbling over myself. Let me go back because, like I said, I'm running split swings. De'Ara King I like for Miami. Let me say that again. I apologize. I like De'Ara King for Miami. I think he's going to be incredibly mobile. And if Western Kentucky puts up 21 against Louisville, I believe that De'Ara King can do the same as well. If I said that twice, I apologize. I'm not sure. It's been a long week. But I don't see how this game... This is another one. You're telling me 35-31 goes over? I mean, come on. This is... It just it just seems almost fishy. Like, oh, maybe I should take the under in this. It's a tight line. It's at Louisville. It's going to be on their turf. L- Louisville moves fast. Miami has great pace right now. I don't think the defenses are that great. Again, UAB is good, but they are certainly not known for their offense. Western Kentucky has a very good defense, and uh, I, I think I would argue that their defense is better than Miami's. And Louisville still put up thirty five points on them. And it was a majority at the front end of it. I mean, they scored 28 in the first half against Western Kentucky. So I think if they wanted to, they could have kept scoring. I think they just wanted to get out of the game and get to the next week. And I think the same thing with Miami. They built a lead on um, they built a lead on, on UAB and said, all right, it's time to go home. So I'm all over this over, and especially because it's a night game. I don't think I can't even remember the last time I took four games for me, but I need to get out of the, the hole here. I, I wouldn't blame anyone. Anyone, if you all faded me on all four. What I, what's funny is I looked at our stats and I saw on Saturday morning we had our most downloads we've ever had, which is unbelievable after the week we had prior. Hopefully these individuals come back and actually want to listen to what we're providing. And even like I said, if you fade us, that's fine. But, I mean, give us some reviews and be like, dude, fade these guys. They're horrible. I'm kidding. Hopefully we're better. But if, if, if I can hit all four of these over Fermi's, and get back into this thing, boy, would I be happy. Boy, would I be really happy with We're going to bounce back this week. I'm feeling better about it already. Right? Well, the, the regression people would argue we can't just go this way forever. It's got to go somewhat back the other way. Maybe. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. If, if the listeners are doing the opposite and winning, then they'll be back. And I'm, I'm okay with that, too. Also so. true. Is there any other leans that you're looking at? Well, I'm, I'm intrigued by the Lafayette game. I mean, 
Lafayette really looked good last week against Iowa State. I know it was a little bit of a mix between Iowa State looking bad, but Brock Purdy really struggled. I was There was a lot of hype going into that game about how good Iowa State's offense was, and Lafayette just sort of shut them down. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. So, and Lafayette's ranked, man. They're they're a legit contender um, for like a mid major conference. So, uh, I'm I just I'm gonna hang on and watch that. I think they play Georgia State this week. It's at 15. It was at 17 and a half. Uh, Georgia yeah. State's not horrible. I mean, they've got a lot of guys coming back. I can't give you the specific numbers, but they lost their quarterback. But pretty much, they have everything else returning. Um, I I would not take that game. I am so curious as to the fact that why did you not take Middle Tennessee State plus three and a half after the debacle? They can't they can't be that bad as they were against Army. Yeah, you're. That's true. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a good call. Right now, they're what are they plus three right now? <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, they're plus three and a half against Troy. Yes. I didn't I didn't look at that game too closely. <laughs> Got him. You know, you know, another game I'm going to watch closely is uh, Su- Southern Miss Louisiana Tech. How? How? I'm going to sneeze again. Hold on. <coughs> Excuse me. Days and crackers. How is Southern Miss minus five after looking the way that they did? I don't know. I do not know what Louisiana Tech has, but they can. I, let me go into my book here. Do you have anything off the top of your head while I'm looking? Because I want to see how many starters Louisiana Tech has coming back. That's a good point. I mean, Southern Miss just lost to South Alabama by 11. Two on defense, six offensive starters. Ah, Boy, that's rough. Uh, they lost Jamar Smith. I can, okay, that's why. All right. And they lost their top receiver, too. Uh, running backs? Yeah, they still got their running backs coming back. They got two two good backs. Henderson was a monster. I remember I remember betting on him a couple of times. Uh, that was in North Texas. That was he's that, he's on the ramp now, man. He's good. He's getting he's getting a little time. I thought he would get more time actually, but he he's fallen to like second slash third on the depth chart. You know you know what else would be interesting? That Texas State UL Monroe over at sixty two. That is kind of interesting. Because UL Monroe I did not I did not think got a fair shake. Playing against Army is incredibly challenging. Army is far better. I wish I would have taken that game. Look, look hindsight in that, but man, I wish I would have took Army because they were monstrous, but UL Monroe has absolutely no defense. Texas State is playing for the third week in a row. I mean, wow. Like, uh, I Yeah, I know. If you have three games in in three weeks, that's unheard of right now. I, don't, I mean, Austin P is going to be the only other team that has played three times. Right, right. That's that's a heck of a game. I would Those, those two I would definitely be looking at. I'd definitely be looking at over for Texas State UL Monroe, and then I would definitely be taking a look at Middle Tennessee State plus three and a half in that game. I know, I know, guys, right? And then where was the other one? There was one more on my list that I... I what is it, Navy Tulane? Stay away. That's it. Thank you. I can't, I can't... They're so bad, I forgot about them. Stay away from that game. If you're going to take a side, take Tulane. I, I, I don't care. Navy's horrible. Their quarterback is bad, bad. And, and they have... They started getting back into hitting for now, what is it, two weeks now. Because they didn't hit all throughout summer, and then they started hitting to get back and be better on defense. I would actually just not bet the game. I'd just watch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fading it. There's there's no question. What about Syracuse Pitt? What what were your thoughts on that? So Pitt's looked okay. I mean, I, I it's so hard for me to read Pitt. Man. A, I, I, a guy I work with has his son plays for for Syracuse, and he just outright said their their line is disheveled. Their quarterback is not producing at all. There's there's a little bit of frustration going on in that program. 
And it is just, it's like disheartening already like week two. Like there's just no consistency. Again, they have, they have like a fullback to a tight end who's now a lineman. They're, like they're just not who they were two or three years ago. And everyone's thinking, oh, they're going to be so fast and they're going to be so up pace. And Pitt is, I, I hate Pitt, but Pitt has a really good defense. Pitt has a really yeah. good defense. Yeah. And so Narduzzi deserves credit for that. He has been patient. They have been patient with him. They could give North Carolina a serious run for their money. Honestly, I mean they are they're they're tough for me. I don't like to admit it very often, but they're tough. I don't know, man. I I think I mean Carolina didn't look fabulous last week against Syracuse, but that was the game I got right, and they there wasn't going to be a backdoor. There was a chance for a backdoor, you know, cover for Syracuse, but luckily they didn't they didn't do it. Pitt Pitt could uh, Pitt could have picked their number last week. I mean they called the dogs off and just ran. And they went yeah. so slow at the end of the game. Yep. It was, and I'm sitting there looking at it going, oh, you know, I'm thinking, oh, good, Texas Tech will blow. No, that never happened. I'm looking at all these teams put up over 40 points and just shutting people out. And I picked the absolute and total wrong one. 21 and a half at, at home. This is such a pit game. This is such a pit game where they just, just, uh, I, I think they can do it. And I don't like them. Man, I can't name a player on their team, but just watching them last week, flipping through the games, and just being like, "Oh man, Pitt's really blown up." Let me let me take a look here. They look good. They they did. I can't. I won't take it, but I would say the overs at fifty. No, Pitt Pitt could have 42, 38 by themselves, and they they might do the same exact thing that North Carolina did. This might be a thirty-five, seven, thirty-five, ten type game. Pitt. Yep. What do you think about the NBA playoffs there for me, real quick? Wow, what dude, what a crazy upset that the Nuggets knocked off the, the Clippers, man. They were down 3-1, came back, won it, won game five after getting smoked. Um, they were down like 18 or 20 in game five, came back and won. Something similar happened in game six, and then I think they were down 13 or 14 in game seven, cut it to like two or three at the break, and then won the second half. Actually dominated the Clippers' second half. I've- so... Nuggets-Lakers game one is tonight at nine. And then the Heat are up 2-0 on the Celtics, which is, that series has been awesome already. So I, it, the way it's looking is going to be Heat-Lakers. Um, but it, anything could happen. The NBA playoffs have been really entertaining, actually, so far. I have a buddy with a $1,000 bet to win twenty two grand on the Nuggets. Get out of here. Yes. He he slapped it when twice. Did he, when did he when did he place it? When did he place it, it? He sent it to me. It was before the playoffs. Something before the playoffs. He put it in, and he got them, he got them at sick odds. He got it two two times for five hundred. He double tapped it. 11, 11 grand. Uh, Eleven grand times two. Oh, oh man! My goodness. I'm like that's it, that's it. I mean, in hindsight, it's a great bet, but it's still. I mean, there's still a lot of work to be done. They got to win eight more games, and that's not easy. So. Right. I asked him if he was going to hedge. He said it's not worth it yet. Like, the, like he needs he needs the Denver to at least win the first game, and then it yeah. it would be yeah. it would be profitable at that point to do that. Yeah, they they really need to get past the Lakers. But if they get past the Lakers, then it, it could be 50-50 odds with whoever they play in the East. I'll tell you what, or they could be favored. They could actually even be favored. Be- so. Before I forget, I got to give a shout out to my boy B Nate, who got me out of the hole last week. He had he was all over Seattle. And I took that on the NFL slate, and then he, he was all over that over for the Buck Saints game, and that was a these were no sweater games. So shout out to B. Might need to get him on here to talk some NFL. You got any NFL picks you've been looking at? So dude, I 
luckily last weekend I actually made it all back um, NFL. I took Raiders Panthers over Woo. and I pressed that pretty hard and that was that was clean or smooth sailing. Um, and I was also on the Packers to beat the Vikings last week money line and Ooh. they were underdogs. So um, both of those picks got me back to square and maybe even a little bit of profit until um, it was all said and done at the end of the end of the week. You st- but the, the game I like this week, I'm going back to the Panthers. Right now they're minus eight at Tampa Bay. I think they can keep it within a score. Um, so I'm going to take the Panthers plus eight. Their offense with uh, Teddy Bridgewater's in there. Of course, Christian McCaffrey's just a machine. And they brought in Matt Rules, the head coach from Baylor, and Joe Brady's the passing coordinator, offensive coordinator. He was the passing coordinator at, at LSU last year. So they are very much a pass-first team, game-planning around the pass. I like the Panthers' offense just in general, um, and that's why I'm, I'm on them this week to, to cover against the Bucks. Fermi, that over is 47.5. Over. Over all day on that one. If I have any money, I'm going over on that game. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a good over. And Brady needs to bounce back. I mean, he looked okay. That he looked great the first drive, and then the Saints sort of put a damper on that offense a little bit. But are you um, are you last thought here? Are you handicapping differently after seeing some of these games where there are no fans? Um, I think it matters a lot more for college, really. Um, crowd noise at the NFL games—they're pumping in a lot of sound anyway. Um, I don't know that that even matters, honestly, but. Because these guys all practice with it. They can go silent counts. I mean, I don't think it's even relevant for the NFL as much as it is for college. And I think you get more of an advantage in a college game. Um, the atmosphere is true at a college game. I think NFL games, I mean, of course it's, it's great. But there's there's 110,000 people at some college games. It's, it's just a different animal. Students going nuts, jumping, and, you know, all that stuff. So. <sighs> For me, are, there's some there's some old school auto plays on this. Chargers getting eight and a half at home, even though it's against the Chiefs. That's a that's an intriguing over. It's only forty seven and a half. Ju- I mean, you know, Mahomes can put up forty himself. Right, but the Chargers' whole game plan is to have every game look like it did against Cincinnati the last week. I know, I know. I that love- was dude, that was brutal. By the way, they should have lost. I love it when you look at the when you look at the uh, the scores and odds. Like it's got like Ravens, Texans, and it's just got football team, Cardinal. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's actually an intriguing game. Washington against the against uh, the Cardinals. Kyler Murray looked really good last week. I hope he doesn't let down after that big win at San Fran. But he looks like he's coming in, you know, coming out hot. So I I actually really like the Cardinals in this game, but Washington's. D looked unbelievable against the Eagles. I think they had seven or eight sacks last week. Ooh. Um, really pressure and wins. I know the Eagles were battered on the offensive line, but Fermi, there's a, there's a little uh, home away teaser that I know at least two friends would do. 49ers minus seven, take them down to a pick at minus one, and then take the uh, Cardinals down to minus one. That would be interesting. Or would you take the football team with 13 points? I would rather take the cards down. I think they, I think they win, but I don't, I just don't see, I don't see Washington starting to, to an and the, I just, and the I Vikings, it, honestly, the Vikings are, are minus three, even though it's, it's at the Colts. That's, I mean, really? I think the Vikings have a far better team than the Colts do. 
Well, I agree with that. The Colts looked bad last week. I thought Rivers was going to come out hot, and he just, uh, they're. I don't. I don't think they know what they're doing yet. I just don't think anything's meshing. And Max out, right? He tore his Achilles tendon. Yeah, Marlon Max done for the year. Uh, but this this is going to open up the door for Jonathan Taylor, man. I think that's a sort of a blessing in disguise. He's just so much more versatile than Mac. Gives them an option out of the backfield. I mean, he's a better pass catcher than people give him credit for. So I I personally like Jonathan Taylor a lot. I do like Mac, but like Naheem Naheem Hines came in last week and had like seven or eight catches. So like they're they're very dynamic. They don't they don't really need Mac, but I mean Mac's a good. I mean he's a good football player. Don't get me wrong. Any final thoughts for me? No, I'm, I mean I just I would love to get back on the winning side in college, um, especially. <laughs> you ain't from, lying. especially Especially for our listeners out there, so thank you, thank you guys for listening. Um, hopefully, you get a couple tips and tricks, and either ride with us when we're hot, or I don't, I don't mind you riding against us if we're cold either. No, no. If if we ain't feeling it, if if we're not seeing it right, I, it's hard for me to change and adjust. I don't know about you. It's it's like I'd rather just stick with my system, and I did well last year. If I see it a certain way, I'm just going to ride it out for as long as I can. Because it's, it, there's so many shifts and changes this year, it's too hard to do that. So, Fermi, give us your final call out there, brother, and we'll, I'll take us home. No, I, I'm just I'm I'm ready to roll this week, man. Let's let's get back on the winning side of things, and we're we have seven games on the slate or seven picks. I guess it's six games technically uh, for college. So let's let's go at least let's go five and one in those those six games. That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. I would love that. This has personally been one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Totally off the cuff. Totally off the fly. Totally from the heart, people. That's what we do here. Let's make this thing happen. Let's have a great week. Everyone stay safe. And remember, as we showed you last week, it's only a problem when you're losing. Have a great weekend, guys. We'll talk to you guys next week.